Spoken with Bruce and Gatos. Speaking up for Arizona. Let's be blunt. None of these people should have a job. I'm not here to mince words. That was a bad decision. KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. A new era in afternoons. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Uh, We're here till 7. Good afternoon. Hello, Bruce. Happy Friday to you and everyone else. I think, Pre- we, have, I think we have a miscarriage of justice going on right now. What are we talking about? You have a miscarriage of justice. Did these cops let Ooh. this principal's kid off the hook in the Gilbert Goons yeah, so situation? We got we to go back a little bit here, you know, and and we start with, I think by now most people are up to speed on the concept of the Gilbert Goons. You have had the opportunity to speak, uh, speak with Rick Keener, whose son was at- attacked and assaulted at In-N-Out Burger, mm-hmm. um, threatened. Um, in person, threatened over text, threatened over Instagram, Snapchat, to the point that Mr. Keener thought he couldn't keep his son safe and and actually sent his son to go live with his mom in Europe. Yeah. Kid has had to leave the country because police, school, nobody was in, would do anything. He's now suing the school district as well as some other people. And one of the people who is directly involved in the assault on his son, um, where they have texts uh, of him threatening him, they have the testimony of the victim that this kid threatened him and attacked him. Yeah, and his son a, said that's the kid. And there's a video right. in which the assault is happening at the in and out Burger mm-hmm. that this kid is in the video. Now, in the video itself, he does not appear to strike the victim, but... The video only shows a portion. Mm-hmm. And the police kid, are saying now they're not going to charge that kid. Yeah, it's BS. This is this is part of what I think is a huge cover up. You've got this kid who's a Gilbert goon and mommy is a school principal. Daddy's got some money. And what you're seeing is, I think, Rick Keener, who, by the way, uh, we're hoping that he's going to join us in about an hour. Yeah. Um, so uh, stand by for that. But here's the thing. Yeah. Rick Keener has come out against the police. He's come out against the school systems. He's come out against the mayor. He's come out against the uh, police chief. And I think this is somewhat of a payback. Mm. That they're not prosecuting the kid that was involved in beating up his kid. I just, I think this thing stinks. Um, I think that if Rick Keener didn't go out and 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 talk to, to shows like this or or you know um, start a lawsuit for six million dollars well, against well, the start school, yelling yeah. from the rooftops yeah. that there's yeah. a problem here, and I, and I think that people look at him and they say he's a rabble rouser, troublemaker. This guy's a troublemaker, making for, Gilbert look bad. Yeah, yeah, and and maybe from you know the police chief um, and from the school system, they say you know what. Let's let's let the kid off. Ugh. Let's I you know he's in the video, but he hasn't struck Keener's kid. But you know when we had Keener on, Keener didn't say necessarily, if I remember correctly, that he was struck. His kid was struck by that that kid. Okay, that this was one of the ringleaders. Right. So if you're a ringleader, shouldn't that be? Sh- shouldn't we go after you more? I mean, if you struck a child with your fist, but if you're the ringleader that put this whole thing together, shouldn't we nail you harder than everybody else? If you're the one that organized the beat up, if you will, right, right, right. shouldn't we go after that, that, the, the stepson of the school principal and daddy a conspiracy. has money? It's a criminal conspiracy. And, and Gatos, you know, in that video, in that video, 
Five other of the teenagers in that video were all arrested and are facing prosecution. Right. The one whose mom is a principal down the street. Yeah. Is the one who they're going to not go after. There's some there's some legal issues around this, right. and I really do hope we get a chance to speak to to Mr. Keener and maybe his attorney, because if I understand correctly, if there is no prosecution of the teenager who threatened his son, videotaped the attack, and was potentially a ringleader in this. If there's no prosecution of it him... didn't stop the fighting. Certainly didn't stop it. Of course not. He's seen in like a fighting stance in it with his fists clenched. Okay, right. He's enjoying what he sees. Yeah, it's not no, he, yeah, he's, not there to, he's not there to stop it. He's there to encourage it. Um, if you don't indict him and you don't prosecute him, it makes it harder for the overall case. How? If he is the ringleader and if he was the witness to it, can you compel him to testify? Mm. You have no uh, leverage against him in any way, shape, or form, unlike if he was charged, because this is the same kid whose parents, again, one of them is the principal, mom's the principal. And was allowed to stay in that job until just two days ago, by right. the way. But this is the one whose parents, according to the affidavit, when detectives came to interview the teen with mom and dad, mm-hmm. The parents told him not to point out who was involved, not to finger any of the assailants, because basically they didn't want him labeled a snitch. <laughs> All right, let's go back to Isn't some that audio. obstructing yeah. justice at some point? Yeah. This is what Rick Keener told us a couple weeks ago. Okay. okay? So if you're just joining us, um, Rick Keener's kid beaten by the Gilbert goons. Uh, Rick's kid is now in Europe with mom because... They didn't think they could keep him safe here. They thought the Gilbert goons were going to kill him. In the video of Rick Heiner's son getting beaten up, you see this one kid, and he seems to be orchestrating everything, mm-hmm. but he didn't physically strike him. Even Not though, in the video. Correct. And so that kid has been let off the hook. And so here's Rick Keener's assessment of, of things when he joined us a couple of weeks ago. Okay. You know where they got the video from? Right. From the kid that I told him... It orchestrated the whole thing. Wait, wait. So wait, they, wait, wait. they went that night. I gave him the name and said, this is the kid that orchestrated. This is the kid that's been threatening him. Was, was the kid involved in, in beating your son? Yeah. Uh, so the police went to his house? They went to his house. And, and what did they do? And they questioned him. And, and what I was told is that they uh, asked him, and he said he was, you know, he said I didn't have anything to do with it. And okay. he was like, okay. I'm like, of course he's going to say that. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. he doesn't want to get in trouble. But that kid provided the video, gave the video to the police. Yes. And then what? Then crickets. I've heard this nothing. Is, let me let me react to that for a second. Please. If that kid gave the video to police. Right. And his parents told their kid, "Hey, don't don't tell anybody about who's in the video." Don't they already know that he gave them up? He gave the video, right? Yeah, and he and, and he blamed the this- attack on unnamed. Uh, black and Mexican kids. Oh, that's right. Remember? That's I'm what he you, said. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. he blamed the attack. On, he doesn't know them, mm-hmm. but he's videotaping them, and he's seen with his fence, fists clenched as if he was going to get into the brawl that was going on, but what about not defend thre- it. What about the threatening- But he doesn't know any of these people. No, which is BS. What about the threatening messages? Yeah, what about that? How do you get away from that? I, I don't know how you get away with that. Yeah. 
if if someone's threatening to beat you up, if someone is threatening to kill you, the cops are just going to let that go? The answer actually is yes, they did. Apparently, yeah. They absolutely it, it, let it go. At least at least there. So we have more. We hope to speak with Rick Keener a little bit later today. Um, he's told us he's, he's going to make every effort to be on the show with us, okay? He's ticked. He's not happy. I don't know how much <laughs> I don't know how much more he can take. Because let's remember with Rick Keener, first of all, his son was bludgeoned. He yeah. had to send his son away. Yeah. He went to the mayor, he went to the police chief, he went to the cops. They didn't do crap no, for him. They didn't, didn't listen. Nothing. No one wanted to help the guy. How about the school system? Did they want to help? No. And now the 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 kid that's that that's the centerpiece of this video is allowed to walk. Right. It is such a cover-up out there it in Gilbert. fishy, doesn't it's it? It's so... It's not even fishy. It's total okay. hot garbage. This portion of the show brought to you by Parker & Sons, heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical, A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. A Mesa man tried to scam the Girl, Girl Scouts out of cookies, and apparently he succeeded. But is there a chance this was all a misunderstanding, an accident? <laughs> We're talking about it next on KTAR. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. All right, 5 o'clock. After Becky Lynn's news, Rick Keener will join us as promised. So um, this is going to be good. This is going to be educational. Uh, He's furious. If you missed our last segment, um, what we were talking about is it looks like uh, one of the Gilbert goons has been left, you know, kind of let out. What is it? Let let off the hook. Let off the hook. Thank you. That's what you're trying to say. Uh, let off the hook. I don't know if it's because mommy is a principal at a school. I don't I, hurt. I don't know if it's because, um, you know, the cops in the school system, they're mad at Rick Keener uh, because he's been so spoken out. You know, his son was beaten up by the goons so badly that Rick had to send his his son out to Europe to live with mom. So Rick Keener, the, the, the person who was involved in attacking his son, has been let off the hook. Yeah. And well, Keener will join us at 5. 505, make sure you're to, here. To react to that, yeah. And uh, my guess is react angrily as he, he should as well be any dad would. He should be angry. So we've got the Girl Scouts. Those little cookie pushers are out there right now. They're outside of a lot of uh, of uh, grocery stores. They make me nervous. People where they hang out. The, the Girl Scouts make you nervous? Yeah, because I don't want to buy any. Right. And so I always have to fake that I'm on my phone when I walk past them into yeah. like fries. And I, I always feel bad. I will tell you, I, I can one-up you. <laughs> okay. My fries has two entrances. Oh, jeez. I-, I walked over to the other entrance I know. when I saw them. I know. I can't say no to them. They're just... I didn't want to walk by and say, no, I'm not buying your cookie. So I literally walked down to, like, you know, the pharmacy entrance. I walked down to the other side. People think we're bad. Can't you just say, I just bought some? That's well, a lie. that's lying. I don't want to oh, lie. Oh, like... I got to lie to the Girl Scouts now. These are impressionable young women. Going to the other entrance is one thing. Being on your phone and not being. That's worse than lying. That's a little. Oh, going out the back is better. (laughs) I'm just saying. All right. But you and I are not worse than this guy, right? No. So there's a guy. Isn't there always? There's a guy. So we're in Mesa. We've got Troop. 2175. I love Troop 2175. It's one of the best troops out there. I mean, I if you're going to go with troops, I think 2175 is where you would start, middle, and end. And these girls are cuter than the Dickens. They've got their table set up. They've got all their boxes of cookies. And some dude comes up. It rips them off. And says, I want to buy some uh, buy some cookies. And they're like, all right, how much you want? Um, he goes, I want to buy $40 worth of cookies. Which I don't, I don't even know the going, but it's probably a box. I think it's about, yeah, really. I think they're about seven bucks a box. Okay, so he's paying oh, 40 like bucks a box. He gives them a $100 bill. He goes, all I have is 100 They go, no problem, we got change. Mm-hmm. 
Gave him a counterfeit hundred. Sure did. Gave him a counterfeit hundred in Mesa. Sure was. For Girl Scout cookies. Okay, there's like there's like levels of hell. That's got to be one of the sub-levels, yeah, right? Right. Like you, you, do, you go directly to hell, do not pass go. Like you're on your this way. This guy's like Putin, okay? Oh. I'm just saying. Here's one of the little girls for oh. crying out. They were ripped off. Give us $100. Oh, for crying out loud. That's Oh, my gosh. My heart bleeds. How do you look at a kid like that and say, here's a fake hundred. I'm going to screw you. I'm going to steal your cookies. I'm going to steal all your cookies because I'm just like Putin. No, my Atlanta. Give us $100. And since I love doing the money, I gave him his change back. He was very friendly, very nice, talkative. It's always really busy at a booth. They're always nice and friendly, those. Yeah. So I just glanced at it and put it away. It wasn't until they got home and Terry took another look at that bill. What was off about it? A coloring. The coloring of the backside was off and yeah. the picture was blurred. Turned out it was fake. Oh, the guy's like making them in his basement. Now, do we know his name and address? So we, we do not know who the, who, the, who the $100 bill counterfeiter is who stole 40 bucks. Well, stole $100. What a jerk. Got the cookies and the real and money. And got real change. money back in change. Right. right. He laundered yes, yes. his I just got this money in. laundering. The children cried. Of course I just they got did. that. I just got that in. The children cried. Oh. This guy ripped them off and made them cry. Dear Troop 2175, I'll buy your darn cookies. Okay, so anyway, the point is, I only have this. Okay. I apparently tried to launder money once as well. What? Unknowingly. I tried to pay for something with a $20 bill, and they told me it was fake when I was at the at the store. So I didn't know it was. I, I had gotten it as change or something. It was stuck with all my other money. So you're saying it's plausible that this guy didn't know he was giving a fraudulent $100 bill? I'm not trying to make excuses for him because I think he's probably guilty as day as long. excuses for Putin. But I, I tried to pass off a, a 20 once. Did you know it was fake? I did not. You didn't know it was but fake. But when they gave it back to me, I had like three or four of them, and I just gave it to him. And then they were like, this isn't real. What do you mean it's not real? Look. And I'm like, looked at it, and I felt the paper, and I go, Oh, that doesn't feel like a twenty dollar bill. Yeah, and then it probably have like Mickey Mouse on the monopoly money or what? You yeah. don't pay that close of attention. No. You just don't. So, but somebody had given it to me. Somebody yeah. had ch- 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 handed it out to me, and apparently, because I wasn't printing it in my basement, because I assure you, if I was printing twenty, first of all, I wouldn't print twenties. I'd print no, hundreds, hundreds, uh, and I'd have had a heck of a lot. Of twenty is the most commonly counterfeit. Is it really? Yes, it is. It really? Yeah. Okay. Twenty is the most commonly. I'm yep. going to Google that. Um, I mean, I'm not going to Google that. Here, not for more computers. Did the money look real? It looked real, but... Okay, that's all I need to know. Did it feel real? Well, it looked her. real to her. It looked real, but when mom brought it to the bank, it was not real. Okay, if your mom... Why don't you just recycle that or something like that? Or go in and ask Like what I did, just go in yeah. and try to pay for something just, with it. Yeah, like you know it's fake. I How got a $100 this? bill. Can you give me two fifties? And go then to you're troop, done with a fake $100 bill. You're Troop 2175. Go over to Troop 2176 and buy cookies with that from a fake money. Right, right. Nobody's really going to know okay, it's fake. Okay, now, we're, now, now it's just working its way around the now economy. more people are getting into trouble. I would try and recycle that 100 mm. I was hoping um, he didn't give it to us on purpose. Okay. Uh, See, uh, that I was wanna, my thing. Possibly. Do you, do you think that he gave it on purpose? I just don't know what level of evil you're going to think that I'm. I got a fake hundred dollar bill. Right. I'm going to get it into circulation. Maybe get some money back for it. <laughs> Girl Scouts. Like that's what you think. You're like Girl Scouts. It well, seems like an odd place. No, it's the perfect place, Becky Lynn. Okay, why? Because you give a hundred fake hundred dollar bill to a five year old kid. They're not going to know the difference. They're just going <sighs> to give you this. They're going to give you the money. 
They're going to give you this. He wanted $40 worth of Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. He knew he had the fake hundred. Of course, you're going to give it to, to a little kid. They don't know the difference. You're not walking into a bank and, and doing it, or you're not going to shopping and giving the hundred dollar. But you're giving it to a six I guess year old. You're right. Because every, it's a perfect like the crime. The grocery store knows if you hand them a hundred. They hold Giddles it up. Has, Giddles has the mind of a criminal, doesn't Haven't he? Have you seen them at the grocery store? If you give them a hundred dollar bill, or they, like, look they, at they it hold or, yeah. it up to the light. Uh, sometimes they have like a little pen they put yes, on it and yes. see if it's like the right. You thing. give yeah. it to a Girl Scout, they're jumping up and down. Yeah. This is the perfect crime from this Mesa guy. Oh, you're Unreal. right. How disgusting! Shout out to Troop Twenty One Seventy Five, the best of troops. I'm just going to throw that out there. Have you subscribed to our podcast? What are you waiting for? Seriously, let's get on this. It's Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos brought to you this week by your Valley Chevy dealers. A reminder that uh, uh, Rick Keener, the son, uh, the father of one of the kids attacked by the Gilbert Goons, is going to be joining us at the top of the hour at 5 o'clock. Don't miss it. He's uh, he's heated. He's worked up. He and be. rightfully so, he might I be. point out. Is it tone deaf for Taylor Swift's boyfriend to party just hours after the Super Bowl parade shooting. Is that tone deaf? Okay, we'll talk about that and some other things we learned out of Kansas City. It's coming up next right here on KTAR. Outspoken, Bruce and Gatos, KTAR News. Hey, I got a programming alert for you. Top of the hour, uh, just about a half hour from now, uh, Rick Keener is going to be joining us. Now, if the name doesn't mean something to you, Rick Keener is the gentleman who is suing the Chandler School District as well as some others uh, in Chandler because his son was one of the victims in the Gilbert Goons attack, and he believes that uh, the officials from the school to the police to the mayor ignored him and ignored his pleas, and we're going to hear from him. Um, and let him react to the news that uh, one of the teens who th- who directly threatened his son and was present at the attack, uh, police said they're not going to prosecute. Not going to go after. Joke. Yeah. So uh, that's coming up at five, Gato. So I just want to let people know what a joke that is. Um, we dealt with uh, this the shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Um, more details coming out. Again, from everything we know, as of right now, it appeared to be two groups of people. I'm I'm going to say this so you don't have to. Rival gangs? I don't know. Um, who were having an argument, a dispute in the middle of this parade, at the end of it or whatnot, and two people pull out guns and begin shooting at each other. Don't hit any of them. Don't hit gang members, apparently. No, they shot everybody but themselves. Hit a bunch of innocent people. That's kind of what we know as of now. But a lot of things are kind of swirling around it. And I was a little bit taken aback at the heat Hmm. that uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend was taking. Yes. Because apparently there's a there, there was a picture. I not apparently it's real. There was uh, there's a picture of him out to. It looks like dinner mm-hmm. uh, after the show. Not not in the minutes after that evening. And people say that he was quote out partying in the wake of a shooting. Yeah, they said he went to a bar and partied. And so, like, I got to tell you, I, I heard that. Yeah, and I said that's really tone deaf. Yeah, because so, you're thinking you're going to see a picture. Of Travis Kelsey standing on a table, he's got his mm. shirt off. He's swinging it around. His that's that's no. not what we saw, right? No, because in, that's what that's what you think. That's what I thought in my mind. Because this guy likes to party. I mean, we saw him up there when he won the Super Bowl. He's singing and what was he singing? Viva Las Vegas. He's right. he's kind of you know he's 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 outgoing. He's out. Yes, <laughs> right. So he's outgoing. So here's the thing. 
I started to look into it because I'm like, that's really tone deaf. People just got shot two hours ago and now you're doing shots at a bar. Well, that's what folks want you to think. It looks to me like he's having dinner with 10 people. Right. What's the difference? Is it is it is is there has to be you you have to make this distinction. Okay. did he go to a bar and do shots or did he go and have a dinner reservation and eat with nine or ten people? That's actually what he did. And did they have some drinks? Probably. But is he on top of the bar? No. Celebrate. He's not celebrating. No. Did he walk into a bar? Everybody thinks he's the king. Right. And they go crazy and they start partying. No. So I think everybody likes to pick on Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, what happened today? Taylor Swift gave the family 100000 to the GoFundMe. Yeah, of the um, woman who was killed. Yeah. Uh, and Travis Kelsey did not go bar hopping. Okay. He had a, it was a, it was a, uh, I guess they called it a, a tamped down, celebra- a scaled back celebration. He went out to dinner. That's what it is. He w- So he's not allowed to go out to dinner. He's got to go immediately go home after a shooting. You're not allowed to go out to dinner. Well, this, kinda get, this gets into kind of something you said when we talked about, is this the end of these huge parades, uh, whether it's a World Series, Super Bowl, whatever, mm-hmm. NBA championship, fingers crossed, sons. Um, Absolutely. You said, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to avoid these things. Heck no. That that no, the, the bad sun, guys win if that's true. Suns win. I'm going to the parade. We're going to the parade. You're darn right I am. We're going to the parade. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening right through downtown But apparently Phoenix. you can't you you can't go and have dinner after a mass shooting. Well, it's, that's not allowed. I, I guess the question is what is the timeline? What is, what is it appropriate? I don't know. Well, not only that were there not other people on the team? Does anybody care what any of them did? I know what they did. I can tell you what they did. A lot of them actually stayed away. Um, there was, so it was a, a scaled back celebration and they were some of the teammates and maybe their wives, um, were going to go like, um, uh, Mahomes wife went, but Patrick didn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But I'm, I'm looking at a picture and it's a bunch of people around a table and they're eating dinner. It's not a big deal. No. And that's that. It's not a big deal. Seriously. Well, I guess he had to get takeout and then go directly home. Well, I was going to say, what is the. What is the expectation? Right. It would be the question. There's also a picture that's circulating about Travis Kelsey, I guess, before he went in to um, this uh, establishment, this restaurant. Yeah. There was a cop that stopped him and asked for a selfie. Right. There's a, so there's a, there's so, a picture of, of him that. Yeah. taking a yeah. selfie with it's a cop. It's not during the shooting. No. No. It's God not. No. It's hours, not, it's hours not, after. Hours yeah. after. And here's the other thing. Yeah. If, if someone is asking him for a picture. Yeah, which is worse. He's supposed to do it. That's the cool thing to do. Well, I can't give you a picture right now because somebody got shot. I can't eat dinner right now because somebody got shot. I mean, it's ridiculous. And maybe this is part of being famous. He's yeah. dating the most famous well, person if you on the do, planet. Damned if right. you don't. Yeah, right. that, yeah that's right. the answer. But he should right give here. that cop a selfie. Why not? It's not during the shooting. Well, it's three, four hours after. And I took it a different way. So I see him taking a picture, a selfie with a Kansas City police officer. Right. And I took it as, is he also thanking the police officer for the uh, the work that they did that day? I mean, uh, you know, the, 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 the cops were right on the scene and they got the guys right away. Like, how do you know what was going on? You see the picture and your, your immediate inference is negative. You don't know what led up to that. Yeah. He could have started the conversation. He could hey, have, thank he you very worked. much. Yes. We, thanks for the work you guys put yourself in harm's way and we really appreciate it. I was, uh, I kind of liken it. It's a little bit different, but you know how Bush and Obama and Trump 
and not just not Biden because he doesn't golf, but they would all golf. Yeah, that's how they relaxed, right? Right, right, right. And like, if you were to golf it, within, you know, forty-eight hours of something bad happening, you had to dump on George W. Bush or Barack Obama or Donald Trump. Oh, they don't care. Listen, they got the toughest job in the world. They're okay? working twenty-four-seven. Seriously, Most let them, them go and golf. Let them go and blow some steam off. Yeah, yeah. It's not like oh, eighteen kids just got killed. Yeah, I got to get my clubs and I'm going to. Go-. That's not what what happened. No. So everybody's always looking to just dump on people, and I just find it. You know, Travis Kelsey didn't do anything wrong. Just, why don't you shut up, Gatos? Can I give everyone a heads up? Rick Keener is going to be joining us. He is the father of one of the 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 teens attacked, viciously attacked mm. by the Gilbert goons. He's um. Hot and bothered today, and for good reasons. We're going to let him tell you exactly why he's upset. That's coming up at 5 o'clock, all right? Um, Here's an interesting question. Can you opt out of taking care of your elderly parents? And I'm not asking for a friend uh, as I take care of of Oma. Uh, It's interesting, though. We have a story of someone, and maybe they should be able to opt out. We'll tell you about it next right here on KTAR. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. So I don't know if it's common knowledge, Gatos, but, um, you know, we talked about it on the air months ago that uh, my brother and I were looking for a place for my mother to move to. She was in need of some assistance uh, and assisted living. Um, She was diagnosed with Alzheimer's Mm. eight years ago or so, and it started to progress. One of the frustrating things with anybody with Alzheimer's is, of course, she doesn't believe she needs any help. Yeah. She doesn't remember. Yeah. That she doesn't remember anything. So uh, we found a place. She lives in North Scottsdale. Great. She's happy. I had Valentine's lunch with her. I, know. I forgot to post that picture. I'll do that here soon. I had Valentine's lunch with her. Um, I get to see her. Uh, she used to live in Virginia, and I get to see her very infrequently. Um, but I do know there. it's a real challenge, and it's something that I can admit I don't, I never planned on. Um, I don't think my brother did. You know, we never, we never had a discussion about what are we going to do? And who's taking care of mom? You know, now I would, I want to start off by saying we are very, very fortunate that she saved money. Mm. She, we had a house that she sold. She has the money to pay for a place to live. She didn't have to move in with me. But and what if, what you, if she you really, she can't move in with you? She, I would think she could. No, no, no. Well, I'm just telling you from the, as, as the Alzheimer's, you know, it, uh, she needs some she help. Needs, yeah. She needs someone who knows how to take care of her. Well, and it's very frustrating, and it's very different for us. You know, you have that that relationship, mm-hmm. and the last thing she wants to hear is me tell her what to do. Yeah. I can assure oh. you, I've heard that more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought this was really interesting because this was one of those uh, letters to the the like the advice column, right? A dear Abby, like a dear Abby letter, and I, I read this in the Washington Post, and the headline is "I refuse to take care of my aging parents," and I was like, "Whoa." Is that, Ouch. is that an option? Mm. Hold on a second. <laughs> and then I read the story. Let me read this to you. And you say, do you agree or disagree? Yeah. I'm going to paraphrase some of this and move through it. Um, this is a daughter. Uh, she says she does no elder care whatsoever. I leave everything for my brother to do on purpose. When we were kids, my parents made it clear that my brother, the firstborn son and firstborn grandson was their favorite. I had to hear about how he had potential, smarts, looks, ability to accomplish anything. Me? Well, I was just there. They paid for his house. They didn't pay for mine. His wife gets better treatment than I ever did. And his kids get love, time, and attention from my parents, whereas mine get the same physical and behavioral corrections that I always got as a kid. 
During estate planning, my parents cut me out, despite the fact that I'm a trust and estate attorney. My brother does everything. Legal counsel, medical legal power of attorney, everything, even though he's a tech exec. My parents are still convinced he knows more than I do. As her health declines, my brother is getting more and more overwhelmed, and he's annoyed with me. I see it like this. He got a nice boost in life, which is reflected in his success. And his power of attorney, so he's getting paid to handle these issues. He can outsource it if he wants. My parents made comments that I'm getting nothing anyway because he's the eldest son. So in addition to getting paid, my brother will be inheriting several million dollars. And he has zero history of ever sharing anything with me. I ignore their calls and pleas for help. I've told them my conscience is clear. But is there anything extra I can say? Hmm. I've only ever seen my brother's side in advice columns, but never mine. I refuse to take care of my parents because of the way they basically raised or treated you as a kid. Yeah. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and say I, her parents might have a little bit of a different story as to how she was brought up. This is how she feels. But this is how she feels. You can't yeah. deny that. Yeah. Yeah. But here's one of the interests. So here's, I took it like this. I didn't grow up with my mom. I don't know if you know this. I did. When I was you grew up with your dad. 13, think, yes, when I was I've 13, yes. my brother went to live with my mom uh, in Virginia. I stayed in Tucson with my dad. Mm -hmm. I would see my mom uh, for a couple weeks in summer and for like Christmas or Thanksgiving. And usually when I was flying to see her, my brother was flying the other direction. So I didn't grow up with my brother either. Hmm. Right. So my brother's relationship with my mom is very different than mine. But I at least, I still feel a sense of responsibility. My brother tells me I don't need it. My brother's like, you shouldn't feel responsible. I feel responsible. She's down the street from me. She calls me and says she needs something. I run over. But mm -hmm. she was in Virginia where he still is? Yeah. And you brought her out here? Yeah. Um, yeah, my brother, uh, he was okay with that. Uh -huh, uh, okay. Uh, well, All maybe, right. My maybe. brother had been on call now for 20 it was, years. It was your turn. Yeah, apparently it's my turn. I think if your parent is a cancer to you, you can cut that parent out. That's a hard thing to say. It though. is Very hard. Tough. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I, know, I, know many, I know many people who have cut their parent out of their life. Really? Because they were horrible to them. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, I think sometimes you have to do it. Really? I do. I do. I do. Um, I guess I'm surprised end, hearing about it. At the end, mm -hmm. when someone's sick and dying. You would hope. Well, why you should would, I go take care of you when you never liked me or you all, you the never took care of me? The humanity right. of it? I don't know. I just... Forgiveness? I just, yes. Maybe. Mm. Sometimes, just, you got, sometimes you got to move on. And well, if your parent is, or, or a person is dragging you down... You gotta, you gotta, for your, for your own mental health, you gotta get out of okay, here. Well, hold on one second. Oma, you're not dragging me down. Oma, I love you. She's loved. Oma. And cared for. We love having you in Scottsdale. And right. The Valley is better off having Oma here. I want to go drink wine with her. She that is her. Me. That is her first, second, and third favorite thing to do. <laughs> I assure you of that. Like, we have the cases just delivered directly there. All right? We got Rick Keener coming up next, and he is going to be completely outspoken about the fact that his son's assailant walked, who's a Gilbert goon. Keener live with us on KTAR.